Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, I want to do a short and sweet podcast addressing feeling bigger after strength training. And as much as I try to educate about the importance of building muscle, I still get a lot of questions about this, which goes to show that we need just like a short, concise episode to send people so that you can have a good understanding about why this may happen and what to do about it. And I've done podcasts about this in the past, about like getting bulky and things like that, but I want to explain this in a way that I haven't before and that will hopefully help you understand and make decisions from an educated and empowered place. Hopefully if you're a podcast listener or if you've been in our world for any length of time, I've helped you understand the importance of having muscle mass and developing muscle mass. Having more muscle mass goes beyond aesthetics. It goes beyond improving your body composition. It goes beyond looking quote unquote toned. It literally helps build a healthier body from the inside out. It helps build a stronger metabolism. It helps with insulin sensitivity, which can improve your risk of developing all kinds of diseases. It is anti-aging. It can be anti-aging for your skin. It can help with mental health. I could go on and on and on, but there's a reality that people want to be healthy, but they also might have a set of goals. And I think in this industry, sometimes we separate those two as being mutually exclusive. You either care about your health and you don't care about aesthetics, or you only care about aesthetics. And I'm here to say that there's a healthy balance between both of those things and having some realistic aesthetic goals is totally fine. And I don't want to shame people for that. And I want to just help you understand how to reach those goals without working out against yourself. Now, I'm not talking about having a set of goals that are coming from a nitpicking place. Like I'm not talking about like, oh, I hate this part of my body or how do I lose fat in this specific area or how do I change this specific area? That's not what I mean. I mean, just overall having aesthetic goals based on your body, based on your genetics and being realistic about it. I'm here for that. If we want to improve our body composition, both from a health health perspective and from an aesthetic perspective, I'm here for it. I just want you to fully understand why you're doing certain things and what may happen. So if you have ever embarked on a muscle building routine and you feel overall bigger, I want to explain why this may be happening and what to do about it. I have seen claims on Instagram say that lifting makes you leaner and that isn't necessarily true. What drives leanness is being in a calorie deficit. Having more muscle mass can indirectly help with fat loss over time because it can improve your insulin sensitivity, which improves your body's ability to use fat as fuel. It can improve your metabolism. So those two things might indirectly improve your body's ability to stay lean, but the act of strength training itself and the act of exercise to build muscle itself is not inherently great for fat burning or won't inherently make you leaner. And I think that's really important to understand because as much as I think strength training is magical for your body and so good for your body, it's not everything. If leanness is your goal, you still do have to focus on nutrition. You can't rely exclusively on a weightlifting routine or on a strength training routine to do everything for you. So I think that that's really important to understand because I think that again, exercise is overblown as a fat loss tool when in reality, nutrition should be the primary tool used for fat loss. Exercise should be to improve your overall health and to improve the muscle piece of this equation. 
So let's walk through how this quote unquote bigger feeling may happen. And I'll guide you if you're wanting to get leaner while still building muscle, which is called body recomposition. So let's take a really common situation. I think a lot of us can probably relate to this. I know I can. Let's say you are exercising pretty consistently, but you're not focused on building muscle. Maybe you are doing super high rep training that isn't loading muscle significantly enough for muscle growth, or maybe you're focused more on cardio or burning calories or whatever it may be. So you're doing that for your exercise. And then for nutrition, maybe you are really good during the week. You're eating clean during the week. And then on the weekends, the wheels kind of fall off. Maybe you're drinking a lot of alcohol, going out to eat a lot. So overall, even though you feel like you're doing good most of the time, you might be in a slight calorie surplus and it might be really, really slight. So I think the circumstance is super common. And again, I've been here myself when I was like over-exercising, trying to burn off all the food and then eating everything and drinking a lot of alcohol on the weekends because I was like starving. And I was like, I worked really hard in my workout so I can eat it all. And what will happen is because you're in this slight calorie surplus, surplus, surplus over time, you'll very slowly gain fat. This might be so slow that it's hardly noticeable. Maybe it's just like two to five pounds per year. But as you are slowly gaining this fat at the same time, since you're not intentionally trying to build muscle, you're also losing muscle. So the overall size of this person's body may not change much because in essence, they're replacing muscle for fat their weight might not even change because again, they're replacing muscle for fat. They might just notice that their clothes fit differently, right? So maybe they wear the same size in jeans, but they just feel a little snugger in certain places than others. Or maybe they notice that their body looks different from a body composition standpoint, maybe looks less defined or, or they can't see their muscles as much, even though they're like, I haven't changed my lifestyle. I'm exercising. I weigh the same. I am wearing the same size in pants. Like, why do I look different? And it's because they have slowly gained fat and lost muscle. Now, the problem with this is that this can start to have a compounding effect as you lose lean mass, because you're not intentionally trying to maintain or gain it. And as you gain fat mass, your insulin resistance increases. In addition to having all sorts of health consequences, insulin resistance means that your body is less efficient at using fat as fuel and you may feel hungry all the time, you may gain fat at a quicker rate. So having less lean mass also means that your metabolism is now lower, which means you're burning less calories at rest. So these things can compound to have an effect where you feel like you wake up one day and you haven't changed your lifestyle and yet your body looks different and you feel like you're gaining weight at a much more rapid pace. So we want to try to avoid this. And this isn't just for an aesthetic reason, right? It's also from a metabolic standpoint being more insulin sensitive, having more muscle mass improves every system in your body. Not, it's not just about aesthetics. So let's say this person is like, okay, I want to gain muscle. I hear about the importance of muscle. I want to start gaining muscle. So they start in with a muscle building routine, but they haven't changed their other lifestyle habits that are keeping them in an overall calorie surplus. So now all of a sudden they're gaining 
that little bit of fat that they were gaining before, they're getting fat at the exact same rate as they were before, but now instead of losing lean mass or losing muscle mass, they're now gaining muscle mass. So they're gaining both fat and muscle at the same time, which will make you overall bigger because you've overall gained mass total even though your body composition has improved, even though the proportion or the ratio between fat mass and muscle mass has improved, you might feel overall bigger and the scale might even go up. And what happens is many people say, strength training is making me overall bigger, but it's not your strength training routine that's accelerated your fat gain. It's that instead of losing muscle, you're now gaining muscle. So this is why some people can feel that overall bigger feeling when they add strength training because they haven't adjusted their nutrition and their lifestyle. Now, first I want to say that this isn't anything to be afraid of because gaining lean mass, gaining muscle mass is challenging. And so even if you're gaining mass and you haven't lost fat mass, I don't recommend throwing your routine to the wind and just ditching it and doing cardio and whittling down that lean mass again. Keep the lean mass, keep the routine that you have, but then just start to focus on your nutrition to lose the fat that's on top of the muscle so you can see the muscle that you've built underneath. Being in a calorie surplus overall will help you build muscle a little bit faster than if you're in a slight calorie deficit. So It's not necessarily a bad thing to feel that overall bigger feeling, but if you're like, okay, now I've gained muscle, I feel bigger, I feel stronger, now I want to see more muscle definition, then we focus on the nutrition piece. And how you do that is that you are in a slight calorie deficit below your maintenance, very, very slight. And I did a workshop about this that I'll link below if you want me, if I walk you through it, it's the most comprehensive piece of content I've ever created. So that's, it's totally free. Click on that. We walk you through how to build a fitness plan and a nutrition plan. If you have our app, by the way, you can listen podcast style. So like you can listen in the car or whatever, um, so that you get the information in a really digestible way. So you want to be in a slight calorie deficit, very, very slight. If it's too big, you'll also start to lose lean mass. And then you want to increase your protein. So you want 0.75 to one grams of protein per ideal body mass. Now I just learned this. This is really interesting. Ideal body mass is not like your goal weight. Ideal body mass can actually be calculated using like a easy online calculator. So if you calculate, if you Google ideal body weight calculator, you can type in your age, your gender and your height, and it will spit out a number for your quote unquote ideal body mass. So you can take that number and then try to hit 0.75 to one grams of protein per pound of that number. So let's say it spits out 130. So you want to try to get around 130 grams of protein per day. So that's how you make sure that your body recomposition, recompositioning, you're losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time. You're in that slight calorie deficit while keeping that protein high. Now, this is what's happening over time, but what happens to a lot of people, and I think this is important to understand is that when you're in the first month or so of strength training, you might feel overall bigger but it's not because you've gained lean mass within that time. It's because you have temporary cell swelling. 
So when you start a new resistance training program, your body's getting accustomed to that new program. And so you have more swelling from your cells, more water retention from your cells. This is not an increase in overall muscle mass. This is temporary cell swelling, but people get afraid when they see this because they're like, Oh my gosh, it's only been a month and I'm already bulking up. You're not bulking up. You haven't gained lean mass. All that is is temporary cell swelling because muscle takes longer than one month to build. For most people, it's going to take a minimum of about eight weeks to start to build lean mass or start to get that hypertrophy effect. So that increase in overall size is coming from cell swelling. It's not because you've bulked up. Please keep going. Usually that cell swelling tends to go down after about a month or so. The next question that I get from a lot of people is what about cardio? Should I add more cardio to try to like lean out faster? And cardio is again, overblown as a tool for fat loss. Now we want, I think people hear this and think that like, I don't recommend cardio at all. That's not what I'm saying. We still want to be overall active, but you don't need endless cardio and adding more and more cardio at some point is going to start to give you diminishing returns. So what I like to say is just shoot for 150 minutes per week of light to moderate intensity cardio. So that means you're walking, you're biking, maybe you're jogging, you're just moving your body. And the reason for this is that it encourages an overall active lifestyle because it's true that if you are just doing your strength workouts and then you're stationary for the rest of the day, you're probably going to be in an, you're, you're going to have low energy expenditure overall, and it's going to be harder for you to lose fat if that's your goal. So we do want to make sure that you're staying overall active. Again, I just like to recommend about 150 minutes per week of light to moderate intensity cardio. You don't have to worry about getting that number on the nose. Just think about walking faster in the grocery store, walking more places. If you can going up and down the stairs, if you're sitting all day, going up and down the stairs a few times, just incorporating this into your life so that you're overall active. So that's what's going on. Body recomposition, that losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time is a slower process. I want to say that if you want to gain muscle as quickly as possible, being in a little bit of a calorie surplus or an energy surplus, you'll gain muscle faster. But if you are going for that aesthetic of less fat and more muscle, body recomposition is the route to go. And this is being that slight calorie deficit while keeping your protein really high. I personally like a body recomposition goal because even though it takes longer for me, it felt really sustainable. And I went through this last year for myself. I kind of spent the whole year working on it. I was in a small, small calorie deficit or maybe sometimes just like my maintenance calories. And then I wasn't killing myself in my workouts. So my body didn't hurt all the time. And I didn't feel like I was starving all the time because I wasn't in a huge calorie uh, deficit. So it just felt really sustainable for me. And I actually did an entire podcast about my own body recomposition journey. That's episode number 93. If you want to learn more there currently, I am not focused on body recomposition and I've actually been in a calorie surplus lately because this is my current season of life. Um, I will discuss that on another episode, but I just wanted to say that it's also normal to have periods of time where body recomposition isn't a goal of yours for whatever reason. Maybe you're traveling a lot, or maybe you are trying to get pregnant, or maybe you are pregnant, or maybe you're postpartum, or maybe you are in a season of life where you don't have the capacity to track. There are so many reasons why body recomposition might not fit into your life right now. And I want to normalize that as well. It doesn't mean that it can't fit into your life at another time. 
I also do want to say that I hear this a lot. People are like, I'm eating clean and I'm strength training and yet I still feel bigger and I'm not losing fat. You can eat clean and still be in a calorie surplus. You can eat more calories than you need and still eat whole foods. So I think if you're someone that is struggling with it and you're like, I, what is going on? I think it would be really beneficial to consider tracking and getting really precise with your tracking just so that you can get some insight over how much you're eating and how much protein you're getting. And being precise means like you're also tracking oils and sauces and drinks and things like that because it all does add up. And I know tracking isn't for everyone, but I do think that it can be a valuable tool if you feel like you're trying it all and you're getting really frustrated. Okay, so I will leave the link below for the workshop that I did. It's called How to Body Recomposition Without Overworking. And again, I really like this goal because it doesn't feel over-restrictive. It feels sustainable, but just know that it's not a fast track, but it's gonna help you develop tools that you'll be able to take through the rest of your life. Again, one of the most comprehensive pieces of content I've ever done. Make sure to listen to the whole thing because I truly think it'll change the game for you and it's totally free. So I hope this was helpful in understanding this. Hopefully it will empower you to continue to try to build muscle. Hopefully you feel more educated. That is all. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.